Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure. We watch things pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. And I am also Sky. That's not true, though. Oh, yeah. I'm Jake. Yeah. Liar. How dare you lie to our audience like that? Oh, our voices are different. Ba- barely. Our cadences are different. Barely. We're pretty much the same person. Barely. Uh, and we're watching the Mighty Ducks, the animated series, not the not the new series where they're the jerks. I think is that the plot of the new thing? Yeah, the ducks are the bad guys. What's it called? Ducks are oh. jerks. <laughs> Probably the mighty ducks, ducks, but bad. The mighty jerks. The mighty jerk ducks. The mighty geese is what it is, because geese are jerks. Yeah, geese are jerks. It's called the mighty ducks game changers, oh. uh, which to me sounds like a video game or the reboot. Reboot. Or... Remember a game? Maybe remember Sky. Remember um, reboot. Reboot. I do. <laughs> It's not where I thought you were going with that. I had too many words in my mouth, and they got all caught <laughs> up on my tongue. Neat. I I Whoops. do I do remember. Uh, yeah, sometimes I forget, and then I remember. I remember Bob. He's a good guy. I want his glitch. Be super boss, because it would turn into things that I need at the moment. I mean, Mallory has one in this. Hers doesn't do not many, Mallory, as many Tanya. things. See? I do that all the time. Uh, we're watching... It's episode 23? Sure. Yeah. Uh, the Most Dangerous Duck Hunt. It does not have a giggling dog in it, so don't even bother watching it. But it seems to be loosely based on the story of The Most Dangerous Game, which for some reason I feel like I had to read more than one time in school. I think that is accurate. I remember at least once. And the guy was running and doing serpentine hiding and the... the the hunty guy gave his prey a knife because he wanted it to be fair. It's a reference that has come up way more than I ever thought it would. <laughs> like, probably way more than anything else I learned in school. <laughs> Maybe that and The Me- Great Gatsby has always just been around. I didn't like The Great Gatsby Neither that much, I. so I did. No one I don't notice Gatsby. it as much. The green light represents America. Apparently. That's what Miss Kemp taught us. Well, she didn't teach anyone anything except how to... Make a sale. She taught me. She taught me contempt. That's for sure. <laughs> she taught us that. She sometimes taught me, it's okay to get into a pyramid scheme. <laughs> she taught me that. Yes, I can. In fact, do a project that should have taken two weeks in a night, and she'll still give me a good grade because it was flashy and not substantive. <laughs> she taught me that uh, even if you separate Placky and I in a class, <laughs> we'll still find a way to talk to each other over the top <laughs> of other people. She taught me that you can accessorize with He-Man stuff. <laughs> Such a big He-Man belt. She taught me that if uh, you coax Pelagi into petting her fur coat <laughs> and she catches you, she won't yell at you. She'll just give you a weird look while you run back to, to your desk. Uh, she taught me that it's perfectly acceptable to make near adults uh, reenact children's stories for their peers. <laughs> That's kind of fun, though. Yours was fun. Mine was dumb. Well, you didn't get to pair up with Placky. That's true. I did a Ninja Turtle story. She would have liked me way better if he was not in that class. Maybe. You would have been less vocal, that's for sure. <laughs> He's a really bad influence on me. <laughs> uh, where, what are we doing? Mighty Ducks. Um, so we're, <laughs> We are, in fact, doing the most dangerous game, but with ducks. Um, ducks. And hockey a little bit. A very little bit, just here in the beginning. So the ducks are in the middle of a of a game against the Rhode Island Rattlers. 
Are rattlers native to Rhode Island? No. What's native to Rhode Island? Like uh, squids? Rats? Probably. But that's like everywhere. Oh, maybe it's a Rhode Island rattler. Like it's okay. a big rat. It's a it's a big rat with a maraca. Yeah. Okay. Like I a can get down with that. Mariachi band. Hell yeah. Um, and the game is going fine, I guess. I think it's going well for the ducks. Yeah, at they one point, a man. yeah, Mallory bunks a dude, and then she ice slides into his face, and it's rude. And then there's a team high five, but they left uh, Wildwing out of it. He's all the way in the goal. I guess, but that's still pretty rude. He's the leader. You have to wait for him. I guess Drake one triggered. There's a teleportation, which is smart. Why not have that thing looking for teleportation energy at all yeah. times? Uh, so they actually bail on the game for a minute. Uh, I guess it's halftime? It's Well, I mean, there's thirds in hockey, so... So it's a third, third time? time? Yeah, I don't know what they call that. Dinner mish? Listen, there... there's ten minutes until the third quarter. There you go. Or, I mean, the third period. The next time. A third quarter is, is different, because there's yeah. four parts. That's right. It's a different amount of game left. But the Ducks uh, bail, and Phil is being Phil about it. Um, That's the best way to describe what's happening here. Yeah. He pulls his hair out this time, so he's getting a little more manic. But uh, the Ducks leave to go take care of this thing, and we cut over to where the dragons are, and there's a big glowing tube and a bunch of robots. Um, and Siege is moving some stuff in while Wrath is you know, complaining. And Chameleon's there. The ducks pop out, they pull up in the migrator, and they jump out of the back, and uh, there's a bit of a standoff, and there's a weird quote from Wildwing that we couldn't quite understand because he threatens to turn these lizards into sushi. He either says, you'll be sorry and sushi, which is what the closed caption heard. Right. But I think he said, you'll be sorry and sushi, sushi. Which makes more sense. Yes. But is not what I heard, also. Like, I'm pretty sure... He must have mumbled over that line. Yes. But this was, they're not paying him to do a second take, so. But also that means they're going to cut those dragon's flesh off, wrap it up with some rice and seaweed, and not cook it. Right. Because that's, I think, what sushi is. Pretty much. Only with fish. I don't know if they do lizards. Uh, or aliens. <laughs> or lizard aliens? Uh, no, I've had that. Oh. Is it good? It's fine. I'll have a sushi. It's fine. Sushi's not for me. I like everything I eat deep fried. <laughs> you got to get the one with the deep fried bits. Yeah, that's what I've heard. There's actually at that Koi place in, in town in Bourbonnais, there's a Bourbonnais roll that has deep fried stuff in it. Yeah, I think I've eaten that and I think I didn't love it. It's pretty good. It's what I usually get when I get sushi. I don't know. I tried it once and now Katie goes with her friends and I stay home <laughs> and eat hamburgers. Sounds like you. Yeah, I love it. So the ducks start shooting at the robots because the... The dragons brought their robots, but not the predator robot. He's dead. Or sure. Something? I mean, you, you've still got the plans. You could probably make another one. Yeah. It's moderately bigger than the regular robots, so just don't make two of them and make one of that. These dragons lose interest in their plans. They move <laughs> on to the next plan. Good on them for always having a, another plan. They have so many plans. But me, yeah, you could probably stick with one more, mm. like maybe keep doing it rather than giving up on it immediately. But that's fine. Whatever. So there's a, a live firefight between the two. None of them are taking cover, which is odd. <laughs> they just keep ducking. Yeah. Siege triggers the tube, and then all the dragons teleport away. And the ducks run over, and they look at it, and they don't have enough time to disarm it, even though they probably do. 
because there's two buttons or there's a, a button and a switch. You can just flip the switch probably. I really like when Wildwing uh, gets surprised or scared and his eyes get really big and circly because he's got those <laughs> big red eyes and it's funny. Yeah, I like that the mask uh, does that for him. Yes. Because you'd think that a solid gold mask wouldn't change shape as easily as it wrong. does. Indeed. The countdown hits zero and the device doesn't explode right away. Um, and the ducks are like, hey, we didn't die. That's cool. And then the whole building lights up uh, like it's lava and then it melts. Are there people in there? Probably, but there are no Not people anymore. anywhere in this town. That's true. They could be in the abandoned part of town again. Um, yeah, but even later when they're flying over the top of the town, like looking down, it's so deserted. Uh, so Tanya takes a sample of the gray goo um, and she says she's going to analyze it later. And in the still that I paused it on, uh, Mallory is in uh, Wildwing's arms well, in a she's, weird... She's scared and he's muscly. <laughs> I guess. There's no chemistry between them. I don't know. <laughs> There's no chemistry between any of these guys. Nosedive has a little bit with Duck Orange. They have a little bit of a rapport. I guess so. And and Grin just has he's just oozing charisma at all times. He's oozing something. Probably sweaty smell. Yeah, duck piss. But then like, oh hey, we have more game to play. So they go back to do more hockey. Um and then we don't see how it ends. I assume that they did fine. Yeah, they I mean, they love to play hockey and they're good at it. So. Yeah. And it's their show. Yeah. Phil has a there's little no breakdown. Ga- there's no game changing here. Um, so they analyze the gray goo and yeah it's uh, got a big orange ball and a bunch of little red and green balls coming off of that you know <laughs> yes tanya's looking at the molecular structure She's looking at the science of it all right she's hacking into the matrix code uh and, and she recognizes it as the most rare element on earth um and it's only found on a single island called Lichtenstamp, which i hate uh and the element is called salernite which is f- fine. Um, so the ducks are going to take the duck boat there. They got a boat. I don't know why they weren't like, let's take the plane. It'll get us there faster. Because it's an island. Right. You can fly your fucking space jet you there. Gotta take a, you got to take a boat to an island. <laughs> you don't. Do you think it's a duck boat, like a like a tourist duck boat, where it drives on land and water? That kind of duck I boat? I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah, I don't... It doesn't appear to be, but it should be if it's not. I mean, we don't see it happen, but I bet it could had the writers thought of it. I mean, it's a pretty sweet boat, though. It looks like a duck-shaped hockey mask. Yeah, it looks exactly like Wild Wings' face writ large. And it's white instead of gold, though. Um, But as the ducks are leaving, Phil comes out and he yells that he has a a new photo op for them. And they're going to be advertising for food in a boot. I think it's something something italy yeah the 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 flyer he has uh has europe there there's like you can see france and switzerland and the boot is probably supposed to be italy i think so and there's a bottle of vino i guess in it on the page but the full word is uh obscured so you can air it on a child's show because there's a baguette and several slices of pizza stuffed in a boot you know like you'd like you'd want it served yeah, but, I, I mean, I think it's supposed to be funny. Yes, it's not. Uh, but uh, <laughs> they're offering an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet, I guess. And Nosedive wants to participate in that. And Grin also wants to uh, just demolish some pizzas. I mean, we all do. Sure. Go to a spooky island or eat a bunch of pizza. You pick. 
which one do I have to not leave the house for? Because yeah. I'll do that one. And Wildwing elects to make Mallory stay behind and keep an eye on the two miscreants. Because that's too many ducks to animate at once. Evidently. So the other three, I don't know. It, did they have to drive the boat across an ocean? Like, uh, yes. I don't know where this miscellaneous random island that uh, Baron von Van Trapp, I don't know. I think his name is Lichtenstamp, too. Okay. Uh, I don't know where it is. I mean, it seems like it would have been better to fly a plane there, but whatever. But uh, Duck Orange is excited to be on a tropical island. There's no foliage <laughs> in some of the shots. Yeah, it I don't know look why they that keep calling it a tropical island. It looks cold. <laughs> It does. I mean, there is palm trees, I guess. Sometimes. It depends on the shot. Because yeah, right now, it just looks like Transylvania. Yeah. Uh, so the ducks go up there, um, and they're commenting on how the castle looks like a Frankenstein's castle. And this is about the time Sky and I figured out it was the most dangerous game. Yeah. I had forgotten what the title was at this point, and I was trying desperately to remember what was going to happen. You were like, so this seems like it's something. Yeah, they kept saying Frankenstein, but I was like, I know that's not. That's not it. It would have been better, for sure, but whatever. I don't know about that. It's the show. <laughs> sure. But then some goon comes out, and he's speaking in a pretty terrible German accent. Very terrible. He sounds he sounds like uh, a fucking Mel Brooks character. <laughs> also, I think the guy was told German, and he thought it was like Swiss. Cause it's all over the place. It, it's nothing, is what it is. It's just a weird affect. Um. So he comes down the staircase in a room full of uh, stuffed and mounted animals. Uh, he's got a glowing red eye like Kano from Mortal Kombat or Cable from X-Men or any of the other characters who have one robot eye. Or Sky from the future. That's right. <laughs> when the zombies finally come and I lose an eye. He's also got a robot bird on his shoulder. He sure does. And his hand in his, uh, in his jacket as though he's a Napoleon. Um, the reason Napoleon did that was he was pushing on his tum-tum because he had terrible ulcers. It helps relieve the pain if you push on your tum-tum. What's the reason you do it? Because there's candies in your inner pocket? <laughs> Got to make sure they're still there. It's got a bunch of fruit roll-ups in there. <laughs> I made a wallet out of them. <laughs> um, you dry leathered fruit? <laughs> <laughs> yes. What else would you use fruit leather for? So the guy comes out, he's also got a robot hand, and the duck's like, ah, a robot hand! We haven't seen such a thing before. <laughs> this is too strange for us. <laughs> Human ducks. Remember that guy you fought who was mostly robot? No. Whose head ejected into space? Right. That one? Yeah, that one. Oh, yes, I do remember. They had less of a reaction to that. Um, so Guy explains that a, a wolf ate his hand... Um, a crocodile ate his leg, and a gorilla punched his eye out. No, he ate his eye. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He pulled it out like a grape, and he ate it. <laughs> it squirted me with my sweet, sweet eye jellies. What's what's Where'd that bird come from? Does he explain that? He doesn't. He just has that. He's just a, just a bird I have. Yeah, he's a robot bird. It helps me hunt, I guess. Um, and the ducks are like, this guy wants to kill us, right? <laughs> They're all in agreement that, yeah, yeah, he does. Um, and the Baron keeps talking about how he loves hunting and he wants to murder things for fun. And it's okay because he's an adult and hunting is acceptable hobby for adults to have. But if you do it when you're a kid, it makes you a serial killer. Um, Are you okay? What? Help everyone. <laughs> Please send help. So, I'm not doing this on my own. Um, <laughs> the, 
Baron uh, is aware of the Solarenite on his uh, on his island, and I guess he's mining it. And the ducks mention it, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll bring it down to the mines." And then he exits the room and hits the sleep gas. The ducks demand to see it. They don't mention it. They're like, "Bring us to your mine." That's fair. And he says, "Okay, let me go put my mine jammies on." <laughs> You know he's already wearing... He just needs to tear off his clothes and well, we, we don't know that yet, but we do know that by the end of the episode, that he's wearing all of his clothes at once. That is true. It's It gets brisk. That's why it's not a tropical island. It's cold there. Yeah. That's how we know, because it's brisk, so he's wearing layers. And then he fucking... Beginnings of the Phantom Menaces, these guys, <laughs> like they're Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. You said Phantom Menace, but I heard Phantom of the Opera, and I was like, I don't think that happens in no, there. I, I don't think so, but I'm not totally sure. He, they, he hasn't sang at them yet. That's true. But he does have half a face. Yeah. Um, so so the... it's kind of like the Phantom of the Opera Menace, <laughs> is what's happening here. Who's the menace? Uh, the sleeping gas. Sure. Uh, for a second, Wildwing tells them to fight through the gas, but yeah. everybody else... Fight it, guys. Uh, and they fall down, and there's like it like shakes the the room. Yeah, like Godzilla's walking this yeah. way. So Tanya's a hearty girl. She's a full figure <sighs> gal. Heavy ass ducks. They're thick bones, I guess. Uh, but they all pass out, and then we uh, have a commercial break. Break, and when we come back, but there's no commercials. Don't worry. Right. Guys. Well, We're, if this was now. Hulu, there would be. Uh, and we come back, and we see a mine. Uh, there's a bunch of Dragonus robots. Uh, using, like, laser drills. There's mine carts so Indiana Jones can escape from here later. That's right. Or DuckTales shenanigans could happen. Oh, all kinds of DuckTales shenanigans could happen here. Yep. Uh, and we see the Baron walking in, and Siege is in the darkness, and I think that it's supposed to be a reveal that it's Siege, but it's clearly a dinosaur <laughs> man. Yeah, he doesn't have the silhouette for a reveal. Yeah. It's like, he He's very distinctive. It's, it's like when you see the Hitchcock silhouette, and you're like, it's Hitchcock? Yeah. It's like that, but with a dragon man. Uh, but the Baron's like, yeah, you can have all the Salernite. I'm just going to kill them ducks if that's cool. Yeah, I want to drink a soup from their bones. <laughs> no, he wants to make a pate out of their livers. Oh, yeah. He mentions that later. But uh, Siege wants the mask, even though he knows beyond a shadow of a doubt that he cannot wear it. Yeah, none of them can. Yeah, I don't know what he wants it for. Or what he thinks they're going to get out of it. I guess maybe he just wants it as a trophy. Or he needs it to pawn because he's late on his rent. Do they know they can't wear it yet? Because let's just say for the for instance that the episode that we thought was the end of the season is the end. Isn't that the first time they get it and put it on? I think so. So perhaps he doesn't know yet. Hmm. But what would he need it for? For looking at stuff, just like Wild Wings. Is he trying to look under Wrath's robes? Yeah. Gross. I, I think maybe he wants it for... Um, Pawning. He wants to pawn it. Yes, He's so laid he on his rent. Yes. He owes Chameleon a lot of money. <laughs> uh, so the the bargain is struck. Uh, the Baron's going to kill Wildwing, and then he'll hand off the mask, and then they can have the Solar Knight and melt the world or whatever. Uh, and then the screen goes black, and then we get an eye-opening shot from a POV of Wildwing. And he's inside a cell of some sort. His armor's been taken, but not his mask. He's in his, his civvies. He's looking pretty sexy. He looks silly. <laughs> you don't he's like just wearing, his onesie? His green onesie. His teal green onesie is odd to me. It's the most 90s color there is, I think, <laughs> is that particular brand of teal. 
especially next to that brand of purple that yep. Tanya's wearing. It's very 1990. The Mighty Ducks colors are the most 90s colors, I think. Yeah. Like, you see them colors and you think Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's fine. I drove a car from the 90s that I, like, it was the color of <laughs> Wild sure, Wings. You sure did. Uh, so the the three of them are put into one tiny cell. Um, and at this point, I noticed that... Uh, what's his name? Duck Orange still had his sword. I mean, technically, that's not his name. but yes. Yeah, I know. And Tanya still had her gauntlet. And I was like, that's just animation errors, and they need to pay more attention. Uh, then Wild Wing says, oh, they left a... We, like, they took my armor, but they left our utility pucks. Which I really would like... You know how X-Men and whatever like Marvel in general would put out those little uh, diagnostics of the characters and they would point out all the stuff that they have. Oh yeah. I want one of them, but so explaining their gear. You just sit on the toilet and like look at the, that page of the comic <laughs> for like a, 45 minutes. Cause you were like, look at all this stuff. So many things. Look at all these pouches full of things and stuff. I'm like, which one has their craisins in it? The, the back one. <laughs> Indeed. You love craisins. But then they also make mention of, Hey, they didn't take my saber or my techno gauntlet. Uh, and I was like, oh, they did that on purpose, and I was yeah. surprised. And the Baron says, because that wouldn't be sporting for you to be unarmed. Right. And then proceeds to do nothing sporting. Yeah, he's got a weird sense of honor. Like He comes out, he's standing on top of a, a, a rock outcropping. <laughs> That's how I would describe you as having a weird sense of honor. <laughs> Thanks. This guy's honorable, but not in a good way. <laughs> so he opens the cage, and he's like, I have this crossbow that shoots rocket-powered... Uh, exploding arrows, I Duck guess. Duck-seeking arrows, because they seem to follow them. Well, it's heat-seeking, specifically. Oh. Um, Aren't ducks cold-blooded? No. I don't think... Are you sure? I'm positive. Mm. Aren't birds dinosaurs, and dinosaurs are cold-blooded? Uh, birds evolved to live in the world that we have currently. Yeah, we uh, have they cold-blooded are not... things in this world. That's why lizards sleep on a hot rock. <laughs> but birds are not cold-blooded. So birds aren't dinosaurs. That's what you're telling me, Scott. That's not what I'm saying at all. That's I'm what saying, I'm hearing. I'm saying they evolved. They were the most successful ber- versions. I was going to call them versions because they're bird versions. Uh, most successful versions uh, over the generations and generations. Sky, I don't know. I don't know how we could have birds and gorillas and and, and both all be here at the same time. <laughs> That's how it went down. Because gorillas fill a niche and they didn't have to adapt any further. I don't know. I... Uh, it, it's hard to argue something that you don't believe. What don't you believe? In not evolution. Okay. <laughs> well, the most common uh, thing is why, if we evolve from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? Right. That's I. That's what I was going for, but um, but with dinosaurs or yeah, something. Sure. This wasn't funny. It, it's fine. It, it really. I tried though. <laughs> Brought you to a weird place. Yep. So you think that the world's flat too, huh? <laughs> I don't think I know. I've flown in a plane. You, you couldn't can see the edge. Couldn't see the arc. Yep. Um, if the world's round, how can I bounce this basketball? <laughs> what? <laughs> Look, it looks flat. Uh, and if we make an expedition for the edge, we'll definitely find it. Yeah. No, you're just being eaten by a weird sea dragon. It's not weird. Do you think we'll ever mount an expedition, Sky? You and I? You and me? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could like say that we're mounting an expedition to Target or something like that. 
I'm going to make everything I do sound more heroic. Yeah, it doesn't have to be as uh, groundbreaking as it sounds. Yeah, that's true. Like you could, I earlier I liberated some slices of bread from the package and uh, turned it into toast, gave it a new life. Oh, it's all about phrasing, Jacob. And so I, um, just, uh, like um, we can. Move you on. read a lot. You have. I know you have the words to do this, Jake. You can do it. No, I ain't got no words now. <laughs> I ain't got none words for you. <laughs> okay, so the, the Baron uh, announces that he's going to hunt them and then takes aim with his crossbow that has three arrows in one, and he shoots at them, and Tanya's like, oh, we're on the endangered species list, and yeah. If these ducks were slightly less cunning, this would have killed them immediately, and he would have been done. Yeah. There, this would have been no fun for him. <laughs> But luckily, the ducks still had jet skates. Yeah, luckily, the ducks are cunning. <laughs> or at least skilled in not dying. Um, Wildwing d- does a quick maneuver in hopping on a tree and, like, hops over the arrow, which flies into, uh, like, a lake. We didn't see it, but it's a heat-seeking missile, so he farted, and when he did that, he threw his fart, and it followed his fart. Yep, that that makes sense. Yeah, see, those are the words you were looking for, really. <laughs> yep, good job, Jake. And Duck Orange uh, is flying on his rocket skates, and then he hops up a thing. He does a sick-ass uh, B- uh, X Games trick, and he cuts his arrow in half with his sword. It didn't explode. It doesn't even seem to be going that fast. No. It feels so, like it would like bonk against you. Yeah. And then Tanya trips over a tree root and loses her shoe, uh, but the jet's still going on both of her shoes. Even though, and she's in complete control of both. Uh, and because she notices that they're heat-seeking, she tosses her shoe in the air, and the arrow hits it and sticks into the tree, and that's it. But most importantly, we see that they have regular people feet and not duck Do we? I didn't, I didn't look for it again. When she falls out and then see right there, oh, she's okay. got a regular person foot. Yeah, she's got a regular Barbie foot. She's just got a regular sort of person-shaped foot that's the same color as her skin feathers? Sure. Um, and also for weird sick perverts out there that wanted to see their feet, now's your chance. You get to see one of Tanya's feet. So crank off to that, you pervs. No close-ups, though. So you'll still have to use part of your imagination. Also, I'm not going to kink shame anyone. If you want to crank off to this toy's, or this cartoon, it's not a toy. If you want to crank off to this cartoon's foot, you go right ahead. There certainly was a toy, but. Yeah, but not of her feet. Probably not. Well, not of her bare feet. Right, yeah. Um. I'm going to kink shame. That's weird, man. No, Sky. I mean, whatever you do that doesn't hurt anybody else is fine, exactly. but it is weird. Please if know that it's weird. If you're people to get to this duck's barefoot, then yeah, stop it. But otherwise, you know. No, I, I, I know that shame is part of it, and it's weird to me. Just because everything you do has, has a shame attached to it because of your it's... upbringing. <laughs> doesn't the Mormon church. <laughs> yeah. Any then church, I became really. a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> They hate birthdays. <laughs> That's where your shame is, because you celebrated your birthday. Too many times, yeah. Yeah, you had too many birthdays. That's why I don't care about my birthday anymore. It's not because you're 100 years old. <laughs> so, uh, the Baron notices that all of his arrows missed uh, with his robot eye, and then uh, he starts talking to his bird, whose name is Baguette? Uh, sure. He has a different name for it later. But... I thought so. Uh, but he's like, well, I've got plenty of arrows. So he takes aim at Tanya again. 
and he's going to shoot her with all three, I guess. But then uh, a puck comes over and smashes into the scope on his crossbow. Um, the ducks have are using a tree branch to catapult pucks at them instead of just running up and tackling him to the ground and beating him to death. Yeah, peck him with your beaks. Yeah, or with the sword that you have. You can stab him to death real easy. Humans yeah. are good at getting stabbed and dying. Duke does not use his sword enough for being armed. Yeah, also... Your sword can be a grappling hook or whatever we saw you do. Uh, Literally whatever you want, so so it seems. Yeah, you can just run over there and beat him to death and stab him to death, and then this whole thing is over. But instead they fling pucks at him. And then he drops his crossbow and announces that he has a counter move for this very devastating attack they've launched. He seems very happy about it. Yeah. He just pulls out a, a gun and just starts shooting at them. Shooting That's lasers. his counter move. Which shooting lasers at them. I will, to be fair, pretty effective to, to pull out a gun. That's what we've told every villain up to this point to yeah. do. Just pull out a gun and shoot at them. But he's a, either missing on purpose or a bad shot. He's got the stormtrooper aim going on. Look at how happy he is, though. In the <laughs> he's very it. pleased. He's having a good time. He's having a great time. This is, this is his best day. I mean, as <laughs> well, of right now. Not only is he hunting a sapient creature, he's also hunting an alien, which is double fun. Yeah. And they put up a fight and broke his favorite crossbow. <laughs> so they're at least a little bit adept at this. See, now, when I broke your favorite crossbow, you did not seem so happy. Right, because I got robbed. Like, later that day. You couldn't crossbow a guy in the That's face. Right. Couldn't get to my trunk to get my crossbow to end my traffic dispute. <laughs> what if other people wants. saw that driver's video? Like, yeah, that's, an, that's a video from Driver's Ed that Sky and I had to watch about yeah. road rage. <laughs> local, local jokes will get your local work. So I, I don't know what that means. It's a, a very niche thing to comment on. There's like six other people that will remember that. Um... But Baron uh, Lichtenstamp, God, I hate that name very much, um, is like, they're such worthy adversaries, and he throws his bird at them, um, because he, while claiming to be a sport, he was going to use every advantage that the ducks at this point couldn't help to match. I found a video about someone shooting a crossbow, but I don't think it's the one we want. <laughs> yeah. It it was a traffic video where a man during a road rage incident pulled a fucking crossbow and shot a guy because he felt threatened. Um, there are a shocking amount of articles and videos about people being shot with crossbows. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and he used one of the arrows that will open up and have blades on impact. So when you pull it out, it'll, you know, kill you more. I think I may have found a news article about it from 1995. A church deacon who used a crossbow to kill another motorist was convicted of first-degree murder and immediately sentenced to life in prison. That could be it. I know his wife divorced him shortly after. Donald, I was just defending my wife. Donald Graham's, uh, Donald Graham's claim that he fired a razor-tipped arrow at Michael Blaguette in defense after they cut each other off in traffic on Interstate Highway 95 last year. That could be it. He's a uh, church deacon. He was a church deacon. Well, now he's uh, in jail. Well, probably not. Our jailing system is pretty bad. He wasn't a black kid selling pot, so he probably got out within a year or two. Uh, although in two, th that was from '95. Here's another one from nineteen um, from 2019. A man convicted of crossbow during road rage incident. So it's happened multiple times. Yeah, 
Here's another one uh, on from 2013. Oh no, this is the same guy. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it the same guy? Like a re-, re update of the article, or he did it again? The attorney for Donald Graham 73 says jury selection for his client's trial nearly 20 years ago was improperly closed to the public. <laughs> so he's he's probably looking for a mistrial. I see. Well, here's the thing about killing a guy with a crossbow: is it's a lot of prep, so it's. <laughs> It's very premeditated. Yeah. It's very it's a very deliberate process to set a crossbow. Remember in the the protests last summer when a guy yelled all lives matter and then tried to kill somebody with a compound hunting bow immediately after? No, but I believe you. Yeah. That sounds it happened. like us. He got his shit rocked by like 40 dudes, you know, just ran in and punched him a bunch. But they didn't kill him, which is something to note. Like, he was able to do a, a shitty interview with a bullshit Fox in- interviewer who was like, yeah, they just attacked me. It's like, no, dude, you tried to murder someone, and they stopped you, and didn't kill you. Anyway, ducks. So the uh, Baron just pulled his gun, and then the bird is flying around, and the bird also has guns. Uh, specifically a, eyes. Specifically a laser cannon of some sort. Um, and Duck Orange pulls out his tether puck, and hucks it real hard and he's able to uh pull down the the falcon for a minute but then it it can also carry duck's weight even though they were super heavy earlier in this episode it's a very strong robot bird sure it does have jets on it so why not but then wildwing just pulls it out of the air and smashes it on a rock and it's a tin turkey yeah i feel like tanya could have recouped some of that and turned it into a gun for them but she doesn't they just run away but uh, the Baron does pull up in a jeep, and he finds his destroyed bird, and he's very upset. He's his only friend. Yeah, it's because he kills everyone else. <laughs> and he does call the bird Icarus, which is different yes. from the name he... Very different from Baguette. I like Baguette better. It's a much better name. Icarus is too on the nose. It seems to be made out of metal and not wax, so yeah, it does have that going for it. Also, it didn't fly too close to the sun. It got murdered by birds or ducks. <laughs> Ducks are birds. This is a good spot. You paused it. Thank you. So, uh, <laughs> upon the death of his only friend, he decides he's no longer playing around. Uh, so he grabs his smoking jacket and rips off his entire clothing, uh, revealing a standard safari hunter ga- outfit. Yeah, except under- he does have an ascot. He under- always has an ascot. He's dressed like the bad guy from Tarzan. <laughs> yes. He's not wearing jumpers. <laughs> which is the only difference but he does have craven the hunter's armbands yes i really wish that he was wearing a stupid craven the hunter get up though it's like a, a lion head cut in well, half there's still 10 minutes of the episode that sh- shoots out sleep gas from the eyes or whatever <laughs> craven the hunter's bananas um so he pulls out a, another device and it's got a glowing red square on it so i guess that means he knows exactly where the ducks are yeah, they're in the red square. Sure. Meanwhile, the ducks come to a gorge, uh, and then some robot wolves come out, because, again, our our Baron Hunty guy, is he's a sport. He's real sport about it. He's, yeah. He doesn't want to cheat, but he also doesn't give a shit if he does cheat. <laughs> There's nothing more sporting than having your robot wolves hunt for you. That's right. <laughs> Gotta draw him out somehow. So... Duck Orange decides that he is going to lure them away, and the other two can run to the castle. 
Uh, meanwhile, Tanya and uh, Wildwing grab some vines and Tarzan across the gorge. Though Duck Orange does call the robots mutants, which is weird. I think he's just being rude. It could be. Because he calls them robots later. But he doesn't pull his sword, which is odd. Uh, and then Wildwing and Tanya split up for some reason. They're trying to find the fastest way, I guess. Yeah, that's great, but even if you find it, then you have to go back and get the other one? Yep. That's exactly what would have to happen. Uh, and also, Tanya falls into a trap basically immediately. Yeah. Uh, there's a a, tra- a uh, pitfall trap, I guess you would call it, but instead of being full of deadly spikes, it's uh, a pond with a robot gator in it. Yeah. That gator robot. <laughs> and at this point, I noticed that the animals they were finding uh were the ones that took bits of the baron off he's got a real captain hook vibe be cooler if he had a hook i mean if you have a robot hand you you'd want to have interchangeable pieces right oh for sure my hook my clamp my claw yeah. my blade ideally my ideally you could you'd have them all built into one yeah Mega like Man swiss army knife yeah or uh i don't think you saw treasure planet but there's a guy who's missing a hand and he's got all sorts of stuff in there I don't think you saw Treasure Planet. I have seen Treasure Planet. It's got it's got Joseph Gordon Lovett. Oh, okay, then you so. have seen it. And an adorable floating goop that can change shape or something. It's a good movie. Nope, that doesn't sound right. I don't think you've seen it again. <laughs> I'm back to I'm back on that stance. It's got flying sailboards. Yeah, I bet. You're confusing it with Titan AE. <laughs> I am not. It's got a kitty cat captain and it's got David Hyde Pierce as a snooty uptight guy if you can believe it I, I with tiny refuse, little glasses i refuse to believe it so tanya fell down the hole and on the way down a branch grabbed her omni tool so she doesn't have her techno gauntlet she was gonna use it to like shoot a laser beam at the at the gator but it wasn't there and she's like ah beans but luckily the gator comes over to bite her but she's able to hop on top of it and use it as like a springboard to hop up to the uh the omni tool i mean she she does the right thing. You get behind a gator's head, not... Yeah. You get out from in front of it, and you're good. Well, as long as you're able to close its mouth and keep it closed, you're pretty much good. Yeah. Or or if you can do what she does and, and explode shoot it, to it death. with a laser. Yeah, laser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Though, ideally, when you're closing a gator's mouth, it's not bigger than you, so you can, like, hold its mouth closed without it doing a, a death roll and throwing you off. Yeah. You just gotta hold the fuck on. <laughs> no, you'll die. So the gator is dead. She set it on fire and it's dead. People live in places where those things are just out and about. That's insane <laughs> to me. Yeah. Silly sh- swamp sharks. So we cut from there over to where Wildwing has climbed a tree and there's a gorilla shaking it. That's a g- robot gorilla. It's got Optimus Primal just shaking that tree. <laughs> he does no transforming. <laughs> that we see. He's not alive long enough. He's not friends with a little rat or a rhinoceros. <laughs> Or a Velociraptor. They have an. They they're not friends. They have an uneasy uh, alliance. Their their alignment is contentious, but they respect each other at least. Eventually, the gorilla hu- pulls the tree out of the ground and throws it to off of a cliff, and then it yells in triumph. But knows to, or Wildwing apparently had hopped off to a higher cliff, and he rolls a boulder down on top of the robot, which smashes it very violently. Yeah, twice. At one point, the head flies off at the screen. So you know it's dead. Yeah. These 
animals are just robots so they can murder the fuck out of them. Exactly, which makes it so much weirder that Duke isn't just stabbing the wolves. Yes. Uh, especially after Tanya shot the gator to death right in the back. Um, but Tanya's able to find Wildwing, and then together they notice a bridge, and uh, Duke is treed by the dogs. Still no sword. And he's yelling at them and that they're bad. You shouldn't have had that fanny pack full of hot dogs. <laughs> Wolves love that. Um, no, Wildwing is on the rope bridge and he announces to the, the wolves that he has plenty of drumsticks and wings for them. And Tanya pulls out a saw and she cuts one side of the bridge and the wolves fall down the gorge and explode on impact. The Indiana Jones the fuck out of those wolves. I don't remember that part, but I believe I you. I think in Temple of Doom, there's a whole bridge situation. Sure. I, like I said, I believe you. I'm I not don't sure. think you do. Not sure who texted me. Everyone I know is here. Uh, so Tanya, we're in a room full of people right now. <laughs> They're being very quiet. They're very polite. Thank you guys. You're welcome. Uh, so, so Tanya and uh, Wildwing make their way across the rope bridge, but with the one side. So we jump back to the mine, and Siege has a a case full of unobtainium or whatever was Solarnite. Solar Solar Solarnite. Yeah, Solar unobtainium. And I guess he's good to go. Because he's got all that he's going to get. So he teleports it back to Draganus. And Draganus is like, great, we're going to use a missile. And we're going to melt the world. That's dumb. Why would... <laughs> you want to rule this world, right? You're going to have to have some of it left. But we jump back to the jungle. That's actually looking tropical now instead of yeah. uh, like an Irish cliffside. <laughs> Baron has found all of his dead robot friends. And it's weird to me that he built all these robots... After the things that ate bits of him off? Like, is this in reverence because these are the only animals that ever fought back and effectively? Maybe. But he's also upset that his robots are dead. It makes me wonder what... I bet that the hawk took his penis. <laughs> That's why he had a hawk. I would have expected the hawk to take his eye, but instead it was a gorilla. Yeah, the gorilla left his penis alone. <laughs> Not usual for a gorilla. Uh, That's true. They go Don't rip your genitals right straight off. For, straight for it. Uh, the Baron, seeing all his dead robot friends, uh, decides that he's done playing around, and he rips off his second outfit, revealing an army one underneath. But still has the ascot. Yeah, so well, you know he's you, a Baron. You need his a you need an ascot. It, it's what if your neck gets cold? And how would people know you're a Baron? That's right. So he's going all out war now, I guess, uh, to the point where he gets a tank, um, and he's gonna <laughs> kill the ducks with a tank. This is decidedly less sporting than anything he's done thus far. Yeah, he's been cheating this whole time. I don't know what he tells himself, but you're, you're, if your gear hunts for you, then you're not a good hunter. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's got, got himself a tank like he's a policeman. <laughs> you know, they need that, even though it destroys the streets and there's no real reason for them to have it. <laughs> um, so he starts shooting at the ducks and they're deftly dodging and he's having no trouble driving it through the lush jungle. Well, it's a jungle tank. <laughs> Clearly. And he's Cackling to himself, saying he doesn't necessarily want trophies anymore. He's going to just kill him for fun. It's okay, man. It's taking a turn. It's, yeah. We jump over to the Raptor where Siege is loading up the missile with the Solaire Knight. No one else has helped him at any point in this plan. I mean, I guess Wrath and, and uh, Chameleon, you know, if, if and when this fails, don't want to be associated with it because they don't want to take a beating from <laughs> Draganus. So sure. it makes sense. 
it just seems weird to me that they also didn't want some of the credit because typically in this sort of fashion, when something goes bad, uh, you know, you'll just jump ship real fast and be like, I knew this wouldn't work all along. Yeah. It's very common in these sorts of shows. We jump back to the jungle. The ducks are running and the, the tank is following as tanks are wont to do. So it's kicking <laughs> up all this smoke and, and, and dust and stuff. As well, it shoots things. Yeah, he's causing a lot of minor explosions. And he loses them. But in like 45 seconds, we see he has like a radar. So I don't know how he loses them. Well, he wasn't using it at that moment. Well, he's a fool. Yeah. And So Tanya, while they're hiding uh, just on the other side of a ridge, uh, Tanya steps in some, you know, jungle tar. You know how that's a thing? Is yeah. that a thing? I don't know, but they say it so matter-of-factly like it is. <laughs> Yep, Duck Orange is just like, oh, hey, 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 relax. It's just some jungle tar. So, I what? What is that? That's not real. Uh, and I tell you what, I thought her foot was gonna come out of that boot again. I thought we were gonna get another shot of that <laughs> sexy foot. Sure. I was really hoping that she got caught in a bear trap. It just briefly run through my mind. <laughs> we just see her from like uh, the belt up, and she's like, "There, there's a little snap sound." I was like, "That didn't sound very bad." And then she's like, "Oh no!" But it's just her. F- she stepped in some gum, basically. Just so, some jungle tar. Yeah. So Wildwing sticks his finger, and he's like, "We're gonna use this to to screw over the Baron." He tastes it, and he says, "It's pure. <laughs> it's uncut tar." Uh, meanwhile, we jump over to the uh, photo shoot where uh, Mallory, Grin, and Nosedive are stuck to a wall that's painted like a pizza, and they're dressed like toppings. Is Wildwing a pepperoni? I think so. It's that or a strawberry. I was going to say, because it could be a strawberry, but I think he's supposed to be a pepperoni. Yeah. Mallory's a mushroom, and Grin is a very large anchovy. A full anchovy. I mean, I guess anchovies aren't really cut up or anything, are they? I genuinely don't know. I have only heard of them in legend. I've never (laughs) seen a person eat them or even a place to buy them. Yeah. I mean, you can get them at any regular store, I think. You just don't go to that, you know, where they're at, get them. Maybe. I I mean, I I guess I'm just not looking for it. Yeah, that's what I meant by you don't go there and where they're at and get them. You're not looking for them. (laughs) I think they're like in little cans next to the tuna. Don't they have the twisty thing? Uh, yeah, I like think in so. a cartoon. Yeah, in the little can. <laughs> Indeed, they all look very uh, displeased because they're just taped to a wall, dressed like a thing. Well, and they're displeased because, like Wildwing says, the pizza's not very good. Which is strange because pizza's pizza. I mean, sure, it can be bad, but it's free. Yeah, and you're probably getting paid for this. Or at least Phil is. Yeah, someone is. And then Mallory says, I sure hope there's an emergency. And then she tries to reach out to the gang and then they don't respond. So they hit the homing signal and they're like, oh, the comms are all together. Oh, shit. They've been kidnapped. It's like, why would you think that? That's why wouldn't they be together? Yeah, they left together. They were that close together when they were on the boat before they left. <laughs> exactly. Well, they didn't. You were all that close together. <laughs> but they decide I they were just looking for an excuse to leave, which is fine. They ruin those costumes, though. <laughs> they sure do. Because they just tear their way out of it and run away. And I guess this is why they didn't take the, the plane there. Yeah, so these guys can use it. Right. Well, one, so these guys could use it. And also, there's another toy opportunity. Yeah. Did you have the Mighty Ducks bo- boat? I had none of the Mighty Ducks stuff. I don't think I did either. No, you had Duck Orange. Did I? You did. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure you did. 
How would you even know that? Because I have a better me. memory than you. You didn't know me at this time. Doesn't mean you didn't have it still. I guess that's true, but I'd still have it, and I don't currently. You've gotten rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah, I guess that's true. So back in the jungle, the tank is still hunting them. Uh, Duck Orange pops his sword, and he does the logical thing. He's planning to like hop on there and try to kill them, or kill him, rather. Um, at which point, the Baron does use the radar thingy. I don't know if Duck Orange knows that that's a thing, or I don't know how he knows, but he does know. Because he slices off the uh, the satellite dish off of the t- the tank. I don't think I had this guy as an action figure guy. I, I think am you're mistaken. Quite sure you had it. I don't think so. Um, he can no longer use the radar to track them, and instead of just like going into the tank and stabbing the Baron, uh, he hops off and goes directly into the line of fire again, which seems foolish to me. Yeah, I mean he's trying to be bait, but yeah, it would have been just better to just go in there and stab him. Yeah, to death. And then you're done. But then Tanya throws some tar uh, out of a, a basket she wove, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it's it just sloshes out of there like water, which I don't think tar is known for. Jungle tar, Sky. It's different. Okay. that's Yep. So it obscures the, the windscreen of the tank. So the Baron opens the hatch, but the driver's seat, was he was in a seat, seated position, so there's no way he could drive and look out the top. Oh my god, you've never heard of autopilot. I guess all his other shit hunted for him, why wouldn't this? Yeah. Also, I would describe his uh, hunting style in this tank as me playing a video game. Just <laughs> wildly, like, n- not a straight line, just shooting at everything, not hitting anything. <laughs> Hoping for the best. Yep. Meanwhile, Wildwing has whittled himself a hockey stick. And he slap shots a, a, a puck into the the hatch with the Baron. It hits the ground and opens up and there's a bunch of little barrels in it. And I was like, for one second, thinking that they were going to be guns. But instead, it also shoots out either tear gas or sleep gas or something. Or just, maybe just smoke? That could be. But it fills the compartment with some sort of gas and the Baron starts coughing. And then the tank drives off a cliff. The hatch was open and he was hanging out of it. So there's no way he was seated. And yeah. seat belted in. That hat uh, should have slammed shut and cut him in half. Should have completely murdered him, yes. But instead, it falls down the cliff, and when it lands, the, he opens the hatch back up and says, Good thing I was wearing my seatbelt, so we wouldn't think that he died. You weren't allowed to think people died in the 90s. Yeah, I remember. Strange times, then. The dragons launch the Salernite missile. It's going to fly to the North Pole and melt the ice caps and flood all of the coastal cities like is happening in real life today yes there's a lot of propulsion because anaheim to the north pole is pretty far <laughs> yeah it's not not far i don't know that there are missiles that can go that far but well, I suppose he's a space dinosaur i was gonna say he's a dragon somehow the baron got from the destroyed tank all the way back to his castle to give draganus a heads up that the ducks got loose Draganus is like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. They they won't be able to get the uh, the missile in time. Yeah, even though it's the slowest moving missile in history. <laughs> and the ducks come in behind the Baron and, are, and they're like, hey, we're going to stop you with violence. The chair the Baron sits in seems to be the mouth of the cave that Aladdin gets the lamp out of. <laughs> you know, the cave of wonders. Yes, I do know it. I know it well. So I, I guess the jungle ducks were able to find their comms because they reach out to Nosedive, who's already on the way to them. Um, and he's like, we need to catch a missile instead of, hey, catch this missile. 
uh, don't bother wasting time getting us. Instead, he goes to pick them up. Also, he wasn't already going at top speed because he increases the speed to get there faster. They were worried, but they weren't that worried. Right. They were concerned, and now they're worried. The whole team of ducks reunited. They leave the castle, and they uh, stuffed the, the Baron into a wall. Yes. Where his head's sticking out. I don't think there's anyone else on this island, except <laughs> for robots and dragons, I guess. Um, so he's going to thirst to death, right? So the rest of his body's on the other side of the wall? I assume presumably. so. I wouldn't think that they... Decapitated Yeah, especially because he's still talking. I don't know how much of him is robot, but like he seemed to only have those three parts that were robot. Four. You forgot his robot penis. Right, his, his wing wall. So I guess he's just going to hang there until he dies? Yeah. Well, that way the ducks didn't kill him. Time did. For liability reasons. Yeah. The ducks didn't kill him. For insurance uh, purposes. Right. <laughs> Mother Nature killed you. So the ducks are able to catch up with the missile. Pretty easy for them to do somehow. They do not want it to blow up and melt the world, but they do just shoot it and blow it up, and that's fine. Well, the other one had, like, it, like, sprayed that orange out, so I guess it has to spray a weird laser or something. It's a two-step process? Yeah. Okay. In shows like this and movies and stuff, whenever there's, like, a nuclear warhead, and they're like, yeah, we shot it, and it fell down, and everybody's like, yes, we've succeeded. It just seems weird to me that that's the only way they could have done that. Yeah, you gotta fly it into the sun. <laughs> if you're Superman, sure. Uh, and all the while, Nosedive is like, we're gonna save Santa, because they're at the North Pole. Yeah. And then it ends with Tanya and Mallory saying, should we tell him? And they're like, nah, let's wait until he's older. They don't want to tell him that Santa's already dead. <laughs> yes, St. Nicholas is in fact dead. But he did, in his time on Earth, resurrect two boys who were uh, murdered and kept in pickle jars. Or not jars, pickle barrels. It's a true story about St. Nicholas. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Sky. I've seen I've seen Santa Claus is coming to town, and that's not it. <laughs> they didn't mention the pickle boys? No. Yeah, but there's a penguin. That's that's the miracle that he did to become a uh a saint. Saints have to have performed a miracle, and he resurrected two pickled boys who were murdered by a butcher. How about that? Yeah. The more you know. So Jake. What? What was the most terrific part? I think the most terrific part was that we got to use our um, knowledge of the most dangerous game yet again. <laughs> it finally came up. Yeah. The, Today. The thing that I think I first read in eighth grade is coming in handy yet again. I remember thinking that it was an okay story. I don't think it was bad. It's just a thing that I'm surprised keeps coming up. Yeah. It, um... Of all the bullshit they made us read, it wasn't the worst. <laughs> I remember a story about a lady who could only speak in ice crystals. Like She would talk and ice would just pour out of her mouth. Right, I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't remember the title of it, but I always thought it was so fucking weird. And what she did was she was trying to get like some soldiers out of her town or something. So she walked around at night and talked a bunch. And she said the same thing each time. So when morning came... And the soldiers were out for, like, an execution or something. Her voice came from all directions and told them to leave. So they did. Her name was Margot. Wait, wait. Would the ice melt and then her sounds yeah. would come out? Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I left that out. You remember weird things. I certainly do. 
Uh, That's never once been referenced in a cartoon. How is that thing <laughs> thing you still remember? I don't know. I think it was because I didn't know how to pronounce Margot because it had a T at the end. Oh, yeah. You don't understand French. And also, I remember the books from the reading book we had, or the pictures from the reading book we had, where I thought that it was this lady spitting in a guy's ear, but it was her whispering to him and ice was coming out of her mouth, and they didn't know how to draw that, so it looked like she was spitting in his ear. I see. <laughs> Uh, I think it was pretty turlerific <laughs> that they taped a bunch of ducks to a wall and made them dress like pizza toppings. That was pretty good. It was real dumb, and it would not make me want to buy pizza. Hey, we taped these aliens to a wall. They're dressed like toppings. Come uh, eat this giant anchovy. And then on top of that, they call it pizza in a boot or food in a boot. Yeah. And that's gross also. That's, that is bad marketing. Boot, boot food. Gross. Boot food is hard to say for some reason. <laughs> Who was the most likable or effective character, Jake? I mean, I didn't hate the Baron, so I'm going to go with the Baron. Okay. He's part robot. He's part maniac. He's <laughs> having a good time hunting these ducks until the end. I wish he had a more consistent accent or one that sounded like the place he claimed to be from. Ah, he's a liar all around, so it's part of, you know, it's just a whole part of the package. Sure. I'm going to give it to the cameo of Optimus Primal. I think that was pretty good. Uh, He got smashed with a rock, so he's going to need to spend some time in the CR chamber, but it was nice to see him. He got too close to the Energon and had to turn into his monkey form. (laughs) Man, that Optimus Primal mode, though, he's got everything. He can fly. He's got guns built in. He's got swords for no reason that are part of his spine. Shoulder cannons. He's got those weird pauldrons. Very tiny, though. He has a mace. I think that was just for the the, sh- the action figure. Oh. I don't think he had a mace in the show, but I'm not saying he didn't. But he did have them swords. Yeah, and a mace. <laughs> uh, so, Jake, what'd you do for Pop Culture Palette Cleanse? Well, um, I started watching the the Gendy Clone Wars on Disney Plus the other day mm-hmm. because that's all on there, and that's very good. It's very good. I highly recommend. It's a it's just a fun time watching. The second one is a lot more cohesive of, as a story. Yeah, but the, the first, first one is very good. It's just a bunch of random scenes of people doing stuff. The store or the clone trooper antics with like the arc troopers and whatever is really good though because they move like commandos and yeah have hand signals and stuff it's really rad um it's the first time we met asajj ventress it is and uh that fight with anakin is really good i didn't get to that one but i got to her fighting in the arena to impress Deku. it gets very intense with her and anakin yeah it's a very long fight um watch that um uh stabler came back to svu um so i'm hoping once his boring ass show gets canceled, he comes back to SVU, so that'll be nice. Um, there was a two-parter crossover, Sky. Ooh. And I don't know how you make the SVU version or of the, the two-parter interesting, and then the second part boring as hell, but they did it. <laughs> I haven't watched Falcon and Winter Soldier because um, Invincible's more interesting, so... Uh, that has taken over my Friday mornings because I'm like, I, I should probably watch the good one. Not the <laughs> one that's good, but not as fun. Falcon Winter Soldier is not nearly as fun. No. No one, no one has PTSD yet in uh, <laughs> in Invincible. Well. I said yet. It's coming. <laughs> coming like a freight train. I've read enough of it to know that 
<laughs> it's inevitable, but a, a lot happens to Mark. A lot hit. Just thinking about how much has happened in the first four episodes is <laughs> intense. Well, I, I, uh, this is what I did. I was rereading those trade paperbacks, and uh, that's like the first four trade paperbacks squished into one. Oh yeah. So it is a little more condensed storytelling. So yeah. th- it was a little more spread out in the comics, but I mean, yeah, he's still gonna go through it all. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert: It's still very good. Yes. Though Damien Darkblood has a lot more of a role, yeah, than uh, and he does in the comics because he's only like I said before, only in like six panels in the comic. <laughs> I think those are all the main things. The most exciting thing was that Invincible happened. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, just like last week, highly recommend Invincible and SVU. <laughs> what about you, Sky? I did not do a whole lot. Did you watch Invincible? I did watch Invincible. And I also read some Invincible because it is very good. And uh, last Friday was Invincible Day at my comic shop. And the lady what runs it uh, sent me a message and asked if I wanted some of the swag if I couldn't make it out there. And I said, hell yeah, I do. Uh, So she put some aside for me. So I have an Invincible tote bag, uh, an Invincible power bank, some Invincible buttons for my tote bag, and also a sewing kit, which... Sounded weird at the time, but then it has the guy, the tailor. Art. Art, the tailor, on it. And I thought that was really funny and really good. So I'm glad I have that now as well. I'd really like to get some Invincible action figures, which I'm hoping will come soon because of this. I was going to say, yeah, did they, have they made any? Uh, they have a Mark and a Omni-Man. And I have not seen anybody else. And I don't know how or if they are distributing those yet. Or they haven't like made them yet. Well, I've or, like, I've seen out. like two two finished products, and some people were like, "This was very hard to get." So mm. I don't know if it's like available commercially yet or not. I'll find out. Yeah. I'll you let do you know. That. Good. If it was yeah, if it was widely available, I would know about it. Yeah. Um, I, I'll do some research. I know cool. some places to poke around. I like Adam Eve a lot. I like her power set, which is pretty neat. They're kind of underselling what she can do in the show so far. Because she can just like rearrange matter in the comics, which is difficult to depict in uh, in a visual she, way. I feel like she hasn't had a ton of screen time yet either. That's so. true. Mostly, she's just throwing pink at people, which yeah. is fine. It's effective. Yeah, and pretty rad. Yes. Um, I also read the uh, the Power Rangers comic book, which is still very good. The most recent one. Yeah. Uh, it's on my iPad. I pad and ready to read so yeah the uh the omega rangers go to uh, i forget the name of the planet but it's basically wild west but with monsters (laughs) it's pretty rad uh and the bad guy from power rangers is lost in space or something uh power rangers in space that's yeah that's what i said ecliptor is on the cover at least uh what isn't someone called andromeda or something oh yeah astronomer astronomer i was reading the description of what happened and then there's power. There's a there's a like a third one, like a one shot. Yeah, she's a pretty dynamic character that has quite an arc. I don't know, I, but I probably will read those this afternoon, honestly, or this evening. Uh, Astronomer does eventually become a Power Ranger. Well, good for her. Yeah. Uh, in real life, the Pink Ranger in Lost Galaxy was fighting leukemia, uh, and they had uh, Astronomer come back to become a Pink Ranger in her stead. In canon, that pink ranger, her name is Kendrix, was murdered. Whoa. She died on screen. Goodness. 
Um, she came back as a force ghost at the end of the season, I think. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. So there, that's a thing that happened. That's pretty much all I did. I, I, I think there's probably more or less. I don't. It's hard to say. There's a Space Jam trailer for the Space Jam Unlimited. Next, next Space Jam, whatever it's called. Two Space Two Jam. No, I think it's uh, spacier, jammier. I don't know. I I have not watched it. I've seen it pop up a lot on my Twitter feed, but I'm fine for right now. Uh, I mean, it's like less than a minute long. It's, yeah. Fuck. What's the guy's name? Lamar. No. no. Uh, the. It's gonna call him Lavar Burton, but that's not right. LeBron James. <laughs> Wait, I mean, yes, he's there, but uh, he plays Rhodey. What's his name? Oh, Don, Don Cheadle. Cheadle. Yeah. Uh, Don Cheadle is like you got to play basketball, and that's most of it. <laughs> All right. And there's a there's a Game of Thrones planet for a split second. But yeah, I think that'll probably do it for this week. Thank you guys very much for listening. We will be back next week with the return of Azeroth. You remember the sorcerer from that episode where they were like, "Let's do Legend of Zelda." Are you asking me? Yeah. Uh, then yes. Yes. Apparently he'll be back. So that's pretty cool. There's only three more of these bitches. Yay. Uh, you can follow the show at Fail Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me. I'm at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And thank you guys very much. We will see you next week. Black Lives Matter. Defund the police. Stay frosty, everyone. What's your other thing? Uh, hashtag release the violence cut. There it is. I, did, I didn't see it getting any traction. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.